All right. Now, once past the town gates, it's a thousand paces eastward into the bog. We already came across the cemetery that has been overgrown by the swamp. Uh, what provisions have you prepared for this? Uh, a couple of swords, explosive arrows, and elixirs to prevent us from becoming fatally poisoned should it come for a bite on us. Uh, picked a grand time to try to become a couple of witchers, we did. But don't we have to undergo a bunch of trials? Like the trial of grasses? Uh, all witcher bullshit, I'm sure. Besides, do you really want to undergo genetic mutations and changes just to look like them? That one guy pulls it off, sure, but uh, me with white hair and yellow eyes? What am I, a goddamn cat? I suppose you're right. It does sound painful. But what if it's necessary? You heard the stories. The white wolf, he has magic. I'm sure, he can wiggle his fingers and blow a little air out of his hand, but you know, we've got teamwork. And isn't friendship the most powerful magic there is? We're gonna die, aren't we? Have some faith, Russ. The town has been plagued for far too long by this monster, and it's high time someone does something about it. Maybe if we learn what its name is, we'll have power over it. We could use all of the advantages we can gather. I think that's only for demons, you dolt. Oh, yeah. Well, do we know it's not a demon? Do we know it's not a demon? Actually, maybe we don't know. We should probably have that information ready just in case. Maybe you're not as dull as you appear to be. I don't know. I didn't agree to come out here with you. Uh, what was that? Oh, I said I was looking for the right page of the book for you. Ever the reliable assistant. Sidekick? Secretary. What level did I promote you to recently? It should have been partner. What? No, I'm a married man. We can't do that. No, not like that. I meant... Uh, I, f I think I found the page. Ah, good. Here, let me have a look at it. Uh, Habitudinous? Who comes up with these things? Men with enough intelligence to write about them instead of confronting them? According to the entries, we should be approaching its lair. Uh, should we bother it inside its nest? Who knows what advantages it could have? How many ways could we lose the upper hand? Uh, you're right. Did you bring the honey I asked you to get? Sure, though I don't understand the purpose of the honey. What does that have to do with this creature? Well, like you said, we can't just march into our doom, and we don't have all of the training and magic of a witcher, so we must use our wits. Uh, lucky for you, I was born with a lot of it, so we just take a bit of it here and this. Hey, hey, why are you slathering me in honey? I'm sure you'd prefer it for sexual gratification, but I'm afraid you're bait. Uh, good luck, buddy. You, you got this. What are you... Whoa! God damn you, you whore son. I won't be your bait. Where did he go so quickly? And where's the bag of provisions? Oh no. I'm not going to be the bait. I'm out of this fucking stool water. He may think he can force me into these stunts, but I'm not... <sighs> Dumb. Gather round, we've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction overdue for extinction to slay beasts most foul, t'was for this I was made. I kill as my calling, not just to get paid. I'm your fearless monster hunter, soon to be hopeful witcher, Anthony. Hopefully I make it out of this bog alive. I'm Russ. <laughs> we'll, we'll see where your luck goes. Uh, today we've got a monstrous episode for you. But before we get slaying, Russ, how do you feel about being monster bait? I think you're a dick. Well, I think that it was pretty evident to anybody who's ever known me that that is the case, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, this is what happens when you let me uh, do the writing. You, you get to be what I make you. Yep, I'm always the fool. Well, I, 
I would say that it's a pretty close parallel to real life, but, you know, I'm... That's debatable. Saying such things would make me a dick, and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm nice, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will see if you do survive later, but first, how are you doing in real life? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It has been... So, this was a short week, and it feels like this is already, like, day 12 of this week. Just ready for the weekend already. I was so excited to be done with work today. And then as I sat down in the bathroom on my porcelain throne, somebody messaged me asking if I was available to talk, and then they just called me anyway. And then proceeded to talk to me for 30 minutes. I was not ready. I really had to use the bathroom, so I had to wait for that. I'm just I'm just ready for the weekend and to be done with work and not think about it. Yeah, you uh, you indicated that you were going to um, use the bathroom real quick and then you'd be ready to record for this episode. So I uh, sat down, got it all set up, and normally I'm really slacking in that area, as you well know. Um, it, it comes down to time to record, and I say, I'm ready to go. And then you say, all right, let's get started. And then I say, oh, oh wait a minute, i got to open up all my tabs first. <laughs> Uh, but this time I was I was ready. I, I refilled my uh, candy dispenser with Skittles. I ate some peanuts. Watched TikTok. You sent me that um, that video about getting too attached quickly to girls on on first and second dates, and that that song really slapped. I enjoyed that. It did. Uh, but all the meanwhile, the entire time that I waited was probably about a half hour because you said the call was about a half hour. And uh-huh. you, the last thing I had heard from you was you were going to go punish the porcelain before we got going. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, what is taking so long? Yep. Yeah, she wouldn't stop talking. I would have just started shitting and, and just, you know, let her listen in on the good time. Now, normally I would take a phone, uh, like a call. From the bathroom, I've done that multiple times and the whole time paranoid that I'm actually on mute. But I had to show my screen and like actually talk, so that wouldn't have been safe. Oh, yeah. You um, you hear all kinds of horror stories about Zoom calls and work meetings uh, from remote and uh, people who uh, have done things like going to the bathroom. I, I believe there was a story about one person. Uh, I think it might have been a news anchor on CNN or something. He, he caught jerking off the porn on the call. That's, that's such a big yikes. It's so dangerous. Like, I will sit there and stare at the mute button and see that it's muted, and I'll still be paranoid that I'm not muted. Yeah, you um, you pretty well have to just shut everything down uh, to make sure that you don't end up as the next uh, horror story. I, I think mm-hmm. though, since the pandemic started to clear up and everyone's either gone back to work or kind of settled into remote Zoom calls, I think for the most part, those stories have ended, uh, which is unfortunate because there were so many good ones. Yeah, I think a lot of people now don't use cameras anymore. In the beginning, everybody was all about, I still want to see everybody and turn your cameras on, but I... I don't think any of my coworkers have seen me in like two years. As far as they know, it's somebody who killed you and took your place and they just kind of continue your work. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were up to me uh, being in charge of whether or not we all saw each other, it would definitely be a negative from the start because I don't want to see the people when I do have to go into work. Me either. And then I made the mistake a couple weeks ago, well, actually probably about a month ago now, of going to the company picnic. And it's okay. I won an electric grill or whatever, a smokeless electric indoor grill. So I got something out of it. But it's just like I spend 40 hours or more a week with these people. And now here I am spending a Saturday with them too. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm about done with those. So uh, I, the, the prizes just aren't worth having to see people uh, six days out of the week. Yeah. Yeah. It. it I don't want to see them the five days. Any extra is just awful. Yeah, I agree. And speaking of what you uh, touched on earlier with the um, the long-ass week where it feels like, what did you call it, the 12th day of the work week? Uh-huh. Yeah, it certainly fucking felt that way for me too. And we, of course, had a long weekend this weekend with Labor Day. Um, and uh, and so we had some overtime at work. Um, and normally I don't kill myself like I am this week, uh, but I am training somebody and he's in his point of training where he's kind of doing all of the work on his own. So I signed for three 16-hour shifts at work, um, which it sounds terrible and I assure you it absolutely is. Um, and when I come home, uh, I work uh, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. And when I come home, I lay in bed for like an hour and a half, tossing and turning, trying to figure out how to shut my brain down to go to sleep. 
And then by time uh, I do fall asleep, I only get like four and a half hours. So I wake up completely just mind numb and it's a good time. I don't even know how you do that. Well, this week is a bit of an exception as far as how it's it's so easily accomplished. Since he's basically running his line on his own, uh, I've started working the line that I have to do for overtime, and I run it while he's running his line. And if he needs help, I help him. But in the meantime, I'm getting all of my work for second shift done on first shift, and then I basically have anywhere between six and seven hours to stand around at the end of the day where I can just dick around on my computer, my phone. Um, I, I keep meaning to bring my switch in, but I can't seem to find it, which I need to do because Splatoon 3 comes out tomorrow. So Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That should be a little bit of fun in my life. Yeah, I don't know that I would use the terminology you use where you can't wait to splat some kids, but I agree. <laughs> I'm also <laughs> eager to uh, to get into that series again after falling off. But uh, I mean, saying killing kids isn't much better, so... No, uh, no, it's not. It's, I guess it's probably not really a good way to talk about it because any way you word it's probably going to sound a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, kind of worst of, uh, worst of my work week so far was, uh, came back from the long weekend, uh, was feeling kind of lethargic cause I, I knew that I was going to have these, uh, these three 16 hour shifts this week. So I was trying to do as little as possible and I just kind of sat around and played games and, and whatnot. So I didn't really do anything too strenuous. Uh, and then, um, I came back to work and I had to use the restroom one morning because I had my morning coffee and monsters. So I was really brewing a storm. And uh, and it, I opened the first stall because I'd heard somewhere, and I can't remember where now, but I feel like the more I talk about it, the more I make it untrue. But I heard that there was a study done about people who use the public restroom. So obviously you're excluded because you don't do that unless you, you absolutely will shit your pants. Uh-huh. Um, but it is supposedly true that most people avoid the first stall, the closest to the entrance of the bathroom, because they assume it is the most used and therefore will go to any other stall after it. Uh, so I typically have used that rule of thumb and go for the closest stall to the exit, uh, except this time it looked like half of the toilet seat had a five o'clock shadow. Ew. Yeah, I don't know what... What kind of person or monster I work with, uh, but somebody either over weekends or on third shift from the night before, just like rubbed their ass on the toilet seat like a dog scooting across a carpet. And I, I don't know who gets paid to clean up that, but I don't think they're getting paid enough. Absolutely not. Uh, speaking of people not getting paid enough to do things that aren't their job, um, real quick before we get started, I just wanted to mention that I was talking to my trainee today, and we were talking about how the, we have a system at work where it's called 2020, where you can submit uh, ideas or improvements or things that you've done to help uh, make a difference in the work environment. And it's just kind of like to blow smoke up the management's ass and get uh, bonus points and you know you can add them up towards employee of the month and year and i got it all of one time in the six and a half years i've been there <laughs> um but um they gave me um they used to make it mandatory for you to fill out these paperworks uh you had to do so many of them every month and i ran out of things to to write about um and i think i had to write like 10 of them in one day so i had to like walk around the entire plant and try to figure out something that was wrong uh, well, like three days before they had given me this deadline and this amount that I had to do, um, a bird had landed on one of the electric wires uh, outside of the building and fried itself, Uh-oh. and it dropped. <laughs> yeah, it dropped dead in front of the the employee door that we used to get in and out of the building, and nobody picked this fucker up. It just lay there, just started to decay. And I wrote on the the paperwork. I guess they keep these papers on um, on file so that they can refer back to them. And if if clients want to like, you know, what do we do to improve? It could be like, well, this person said this, and this is how we implemented that change. And I wrote, somebody needs to clean clean the damn burn up. <laughs> and uh, they came back to me with it, and they said, we you can't write this. And I said, what do you mean I can't write it? They said it has to be like real things that can be done around the building. Uh, to improve it. I said, we could clean up the fucking bird that's been decaying outside for three days. <laughs> like, why? I don't know whose issue that is that they have to deal with, and maybe that's why no one's done it, because uh, it could be a tender's job. They kind of do all the dirty work, but it also could be maintenance, because they upkeep the building. Uh, no one in management or the office was certainly going to touch it, and I'm certainly not paid or uh, have to abide by that in my job description. So, 
Uh, it did eventually get picked up, but they wouldn't let me use it. And uh, I, I don't know. It seemed like a real legitimate improvement. I mean, I would think that that would be something you could use for that. It's, it's something that could be improved. I don't want to be walking around a bird carcass. Right, and eventually it starts to stink and everything too. And it's not the first time we've had a bird fry itself. I don't know if they have um, put extra casing around the, the live wires or whatever. Uh, or maybe we had an exposed wire and it was happening. But I think we had a dead squirrel at one point too. <laughs> uh, so it's just like critters are dying. And uh, I, I don't know. It kind of feels like a metaphor for my soul the longer I've been there. I mean, it makes sense. Right. It seems like a place to just kill your soul. <laughs> uh, well, some might argue I don't have one being a ginger, but I guess that's a debate True. for another time. <laughs> so uh, that, that, that came to mind uh, as I was telling my trainee about uh, requirements and bullshit that we used to have to do that no longer are um, current responsibilities. And uh, I thought it'd be funny to talk about on here. So. That's uh, that's my little spiel for the day. I'd say it's my only tangent rant, but we know I'm going to get into it again with something else. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, uh, to try not to overbear the listeners with uh, rants and raves about nothing to do with dumb people. I guess it could be dumb people. Someone shit on a toilet seat and you want to clean up a dead bird. So I guess that's dumb in its own right. Mm-hmm. But uh, to not bog down the listeners, let's give them what they came for. And if you're ready to jump straight into our icebreaker, we'll go ahead and get into it. Let's break the ice. Let's break it. All right. So um, this one is one that I think I've heard somewhere before, but I think I put a little flair onto it because it didn't sound like it had enough um, specifications. So our icebreaker this week is, would you rather fight a gorilla once a year, never knowing when it will attack, but knowing regardless of your condition at the end of the fight, you'll always win? Or would you rather fight a chicken wielding a knife who is hell-bent on your destruction every time you need to get into your car? So I have a couple questions. Okay. Uh, I wrote this. Well, I mean, I, I stole the idea but then filled in on it, so I should have answers for you. For the chicken, is it only your car or is it any car? You know what? I would say let's do any car because obviously it seems like, I mean, Uber is going to get real fucking expensive after you try to avoid this chicken so many times. Uh, but I let's say any car. Let's make it, uh, let's make it kind of like that snail we talked about. Okay. And then for the gorilla, it says, regardless of your condition at the end of the fight, you always win. Would death be considered winning still? See, that's a good question. I, when I wrote it, I did not mean to specify death included because obviously it is going to be an annual tradition. Uh, I just meant more like maybe one year you get lucky and you get a broken rib cage. Maybe the next year he fucking breaks all of your bones, but you still live and have to be a vegetable for the remaining of the year. And then every year after that, you'll still be attacked and you can't defend yourself. You can. You're you're gonna fight the fuck out of this gorilla. It's not like he's just gonna come beat the shit out of you and then run off. Uh, I know, but if if he breaks all your bones and paralyzes you, then what are you gonna do? Stare at it to death? You, okay. You know what? That's an excellent point. I guess. Do you want to change the specifications to where you're not gonna end up in like a permanent paralysis or something? Or or we could leave it at that. Maybe the, the, at one point the fucking gorilla. Uh, hold you down and rapes you for you know an hour, <laughs> and then you're paralyzed because you can't feel your spine anymore. Uh, and, hey, you asked the questions, so we have to get into it. Um, so maybe after after the spirit of Harambre has had his revenge and he runs off, and you're left uh, all all um, Professor X. Um, yeah, let's say that maybe for the rest of your life now you're paralyzed. Uh, but the gorilla is just going to come beat the shit out of you as a cripple or a, <laughs> you know paraplegic or whatever you are at this point. Um, and uh, you know that regardless, you're going to survive it, which may in its own way be the worst nightmare ever. Okay. And is the chicken going to attack the car? Um, or is it only going to focus on you? I think it's not going to attack your car just to attack your car. I think if you're in the car, it may try to get to you through the car. But it, it, once you know you've driven off or whatever, it's not going to chase. Maybe it will chase you down the road. I think it'd be kind of funny to watch every time you pulled out of your driveway. 
But you have to think about things like, too, um, I know in the mornings when I get up and I'm really bad at getting up with enough time to, to get out and get to work without delays or whatever. I am up at the very latest I can be up and then I drive really fast to get to work on time. <laughs> and I, I can't fucking break the cycle no matter how many times I've tried. Um, but if you're like me and you're scatterbrained and like uh, we're allowed to listen to music at work, so I need to run in and get my earbuds if I forgot them. So it's like I'll go out to the car. I got to fucking kick this chicken to you know half death or whatever. Maybe the chicken revives itself every time. Uh, we'll say that whether you can kill this chicken or not is irrelevant because whether you can kill it and it is either revived the next time you need to get into your car or a different chicken entirely, uh, we'll say there's always a chicken there. Um, but... <laughs> It's becoming a real uh, Legend of Zelda uh, up in here with the the cuckoos. Seriously, um, man, wouldn't that be a nightmare if you fucking kick the chicken to get into your car and just start fucking <laughs> raining chickens on you? <laughs> Especially if they're all wielding knives too. Um, awful. But yeah, let's say you you fucking curb stomp the chicken, you get into your car, and it's like fuck, I gotta get back in because I forgot my wallet or my key. It would be the worst if you forgot your key because it was all for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you gotta weigh like, is whatever I left in the house worth going back out trying to avoid getting my like um, uh, Achilles heel fucking slit, <laughs> or you know, can I leave it and and go about my day? So I think I would choose the chicken. All right. So I would just bring a golf club with me, and every time I go, <laughs> I need to go into my car. I just go golfing for a quick second. I would just have to adopt wearing like tall boots, so my the bad parts of my legs couldn't be cut. I don't care if it cuts my thigh because it's or my oh yeah my thigh or my calf I guess. But yeah, we already know that uh, those thighs are made out of steel. Yeah, so I'll probably just break the blade. <laughs> uh, talk about top golf, though, man. That would be that'd be a fun way to start your morning. Yeah, yeah, to see how far I can knock that chicken every morning, make uh, a game out of it. I wonder what if the chicken was more stealthy, though. What if it wasn't, like, waiting at your car for you with the knife and, and beak? What if it was, like, hidden, and you have to walk out and kind of peer around corners to try to find <laughs> where it's hiding, and it's just waiting in a trash can for you? <laughs> That makes it a little more difficult, but I'd still just – I just go to the car all dressed up for it, just ready to ready to smash a chicken. I would love to explain too when you get to wherever you're going for the first couple of times that you've been attacked by this chicken and people see you gashed and like, oh my god, what happened to you? And you have to be <laughs> like, this fucking chicken, I'm in some kind of like – Groundhog Day curse or something where this goddamn chicken attacks me with a knife every day and people aren't going to believe you they're going to think you fucking snapped and went insane but then you're going to have to like take video the next day of this chicken waiting for you Uh, I mean you can also get around this because this just says car so does a motorcycle count I would assume it has to be any kind of vehicle. I mean, sure, you could trade in your car for a, a motorcycle, but then obviously when you have to do things like move or transport multiple things, it's going to become a real hassle to have to hold it all. What if I – what if like if I'm moving, I just get into like the bed of a truck? I'm not getting in the car. I'm technically on it. You're just going to like play a little bit of uh, Red Rover with the chicken and wait for the truck <laughs> to get closer so you can hop on it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's one idea you could do. Um, it's certainly going to be a pain in the ass, though, regardless of how you try to outsmart the chicken. You're going to have to go out of your way from a normal just, you know, stroll or drive out to your car to, to get going. Um, you're going to have to find some way to like call your buddy and be like, all right, fucking chickens out there somewhere. I'm ready to go. Just start driving. I'll get in the back. Yeah. I mean, I can't see a good thing with the gorilla, even if it's once a year, it just takes one time for it to like really hurt you to where you can't fight back. And then every year you're going to get the beat down of your life and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And I guess it's not to say that the gorilla doesn't have the ability to, I guess, decide ahead of time what it wants to do to you. Maybe this gorilla lives for this moment. Uh, but how, how fucked up would it be if that gorilla was like, I'm going to be a dick this year. And then on like New Year's Eve, you're celebrating your, with your friends and family with a countdown and uh, fucking gorilla breaks in through your wallet, Kool-Aid man style and fucking 
punches you into the ground and then beats the shit out of you. And you're like, oh, thank God that it's over with. But then you find out the countdown hasn't finished. So it's technically still <laughs> December 31st. And then the gorilla leaves and then fucking uh, comes back and like jackknifes you on midnight exactly. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could just walk around with a trank gun. That's true. I never specified that you can't pick a weapon. So you can prepare yourself, but then you're going to have to constantly be carrying your, your equipment with you, knowing that at any point in time, no matter where you are, this thing's coming. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be problematic because obviously some places where they don't have like open carry or whatever, you're not going to be able to take you know weapons into. But uh, I feel like you're going to always have to keep a knife or something tucked into your pants just to be on the safe <laughs> side, just in case today is the day. Yeah, you, you never know. That that's the worst part I think is not knowing when it will happen. At least with the chicken, you always know that when you get in your car, it's going to attack you. Right. Uh, now, I didn't say also that the chicken couldn't be in the car waiting like a creepy bandit in the backseat. So I guess it could be waiting for you to get in and try to slit your throat while you're driving. Now, that's an, that just added a level to this that makes it more difficult. Uh, we, we could expand on it in, in each con, uh, each situation, but I think that it would make it harder and harder. And then the entire episode is going to consist of just the icebreaker with no one having an answer because it's too complex. <laughs> So I think I'm still going to say the chicken. All of my reasons have been said. What would you pick? Um, uh, see, the gorilla being only once a year would be super less inconvenient. I guess unless I was trying to enjoy myself. Um, maybe I'm oh, – could you imagine if it broke in while you were having sex? Just like oh God. you and your wife had a nice dinner, or I guess in your case, girlfriend, and, and you guys – uh, go home and you know you're feeling a little bit frisky and you start watching a movie but then you're not really interested in the movie so you decide well let's just you know mess around and have fun and then I, I don't know if you want to go back to the gorilla raping you idea I guess while you're in the midst of your passionate throws <laughs> the gorilla could also get involved and it could become a whole new human centipede uh, situation entirely that is a three way I do not want to be a part of. Uh, no, no, that is uh, it is not. But uh, I guess the gorilla's um, form of fighting doesn't have to be violent fighting, or at least not in a way that you would expect it to be considered. Yeah, um, I think though that uh, given that this could happen at any point, and it's, at some point it could really fuck up your life. Um, and then, like I said, in the instance where it's going to fucking jack you up um, in the countdown to the new year and on the new year at midnight, uh, plus the, the possibility of permanent paralysis, I think the chicken is probably by far going to be the easiest to outsmart, outrun. Um, I, I'm not sure. I've got a, a cousin, uh, Holly, actually, who's one of our listeners uh, who raised chickens. So uh, perhaps she can add some insight on, on how nasty they can be. And I mean, we're not talking like supernatural gorillas and supernatural chickens in regards to like strength. No, so, but a gorilla strength in general. <laughs> this is more for the chicken side because fuck gorillas. The chicken I don't feel could do like major damage with a knife. Well, unless we're talking about – because when I was thinking of this, I was thinking of like a pocket knife. But chickens have, or like with the cockfighting, they have like those little claws. I don't know what they're called, but they're like extra knives. They tie to the chicken or whatever. Right. And I know those can be pretty dangerous. So if it's one of those, maybe it can kill you. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the ones that are bred, not really bred, I guess they're they're more raised to fight. Um, th- this can be quite lethal. And I'm sure people will get fucked up regularly and killed uh, interacting with those those uh, roosters, is that what? yeah? Yeah, they're specifically roosters, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah, I was just gonna call it a cock, but it felt weird and dirty to say, so I I wanted to to figure out what his proper name was. Like we haven't you know cursed or talk about gorillas raping you this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess we can we can just call it cock just to match its title and, and be good enough. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go with the chicken as well. I think uh, I at least stand a much better chance um, of figuring out some way to to obliterate the chicken. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
I mean, it probably could be satisfying to obliterate a chicken every day too. Eventually, you wouldn't feel bad, right? Especially on days where you get a, a call last second when you're supposed to be going to take a shit that you know isn't going to hold much longer, and <laughs> then the call lasts for half an hour. You know that even if you don't need it in your car, you could go out and find the chicken just to obliterate it. Yeah, could be kind of cathartic. Kick the the knife out of its beak and take a shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we. Oh, go ahead. No, because that's going to go into a whole other tangent. This might have been the most chatty icebreaker we've had. I know, because it it was so (laughs) open-ended. Hopefully not like your butthole after the gorilla. Uh, Seriously. (laughs) All right, well, if you're ready to to seal the deal on that one, we'll move on to our newsworthy Neanderthal story. All right. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. So uh, we have made ourselves um, clearly not um, fans or friends of uh, the QAnon. um, What do you want to call them? Conspiracy believers, if we're going to be the politest about it, we can be. (laughs) Um, it's probably close enough. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple other words for them, but uh, they're not as kind, so we'll, we'll call them that. <laughs> um, but we've got a story today uh, that happened, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, August 15th was when this article was written, and I wanted to talk about it then, but we had so many goddamn birthday shout-outs to do that uh, we just ended up pushing it week after week. So uh, finally got a break where people's uh, parents stopped fucking, at least for the time <laughs> being, and we can actually do an actual news story. Um, so this one, have you heard about it yet? Uh, as far as news when, when that you might've come across, I just read the article, but I, I don't follow a lot of this stuff on social media, so I'm pretty oblivious to a lot of it unless you send it to me. Oh, well then I'm glad that I can open your, your mind a little bit. Uh, the article that we picked out is titled the QAnon queen told her followers to arrest cops and it didn't go well. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't. It didn't. I didn't know that they had a queen. I knew about Q, who was supposedly the one who started all of this and who was like the leader that people followed and listened to. But apparently Canada has their very own queen. Hmm. So if you are unfamiliar with this person, as I am, uh, her name is uh, Ramana Didulo. Didulo? That, I think that's how it's pronounced. Reading this article, I could not read that last name right. I know. It says dildo. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> when you when you said you were having trouble reading it, I was just like, yeah, just, just it looks like dildo. Just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she might as well be for, for what she probably gets her followers to do. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so the article goes on to say that people on a mission to arrest cops on behalf of the self-proclaimed QAnon queen of Canada ended up being violently arrested themselves instead. Now, we could stop it there. It seems like that's a pretty cut and dry expectation for the situation. Um, but it is a bit of an interesting story. So we'll, we'll get through it here. Uh, so Romana Dildo, as we're calling her, has built a sizable following out of the QAnon community by convincing people that she's the true leader of Canada and waging a secret war against the supposed pedophilic cabal of globalist leaders like Prime Minister Justin Trudeau or U.S. President Joe Biden. So, you know, she's reliable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Saturday, she gathered around 30 of her followers in Peterborough, Ontario, to conduct citizens' arrest on members of the Peterborough Police Service for enforcing COVID-19 restrictions like mask mandates and business closures. So she's reasonable, too. Yeah. Um, I I think Q took a break during all of the, uh, the the COVID stuff, and I'm not really sure what that was supposed to be about. Um, I know that after COVID kind of got to be a little bit more manageable, I believe Q made a resurgence, or at least somebody claiming to be Q. Um, but uh, I don't I don't hear a lot about it other than you know the couple of times where JFK was going to come back from the dead and uh, lead <laughs> these people to victory. Uh, But uh, the article goes on to say that the day was a clear escalation for Dildo and her crew, but by the end of it, one of her followers had been charged with two counts of assaulting a police officer, and the second was facing charges of mischief and resisting arrest. Uh, 
I don't understand how only three people got arrested. Right. Uh, Yeah, so it said that they they gathered uh, around 30 of the followers, um, and yet only three got charged. Uh, Maybe it was like they started to try to do the citizen's arrest and then uh, found out it was not going to go well, and then they tried to disperse and they could only capture three of them. And I feel like they don't know... Like how a citizen's arrest works. I mean, I'm not saying I know how because I have absolutely no idea how, but I feel like attacking a police officer is not it. Yeah, for starters, uh, citizen arresting police officers is generally a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> sure, there are some that probably have done things that uh, are uh, conflict with their their oath of their position, um, but you can't you can't generally arrest one. So um, no. Especially if you're trying to do what they did, uh, which uh, I don't think we're going to read everything word for word because it does kind of expound on details that aren't really necessary. Um, But essentially, she gathered the 30 or so people and had them go to the Peterborough um, police station to try to arrest them in their own station. That's just... It's just so stupid. <laughs> right. Uh, in addition to it, they had also been talking about it online for a while, too. Um, it says uh, she posted on a site called Telegram. I'm not sure if that's kind of like an Instagram. Uh, I have no idea. I've never heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen what it looks like or used it, so I have no idea what it is. It can't be too popular, but apparently she has more than 60,000 followers on there. Uh, the article says who among uh, she's posted who amongst you are prepared and ready to keep your city safe, peaceful and secure after you've peacefully res- arrested the uh, Peterborough, Ontario police. So I, I guess at least she wasn't calling for inciting riots and violence. She did indicate peacefully. So she's not a complete dickhead. Yeah. But I feel like her followers don't know how to read what she was saying. Right, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, it does say that uh, uh, the um, man, let's see, the event was planned by one of her most militant subjects, a man named Frank Curtin, uh, who over for over a year now has been filming himself handing out fake cease and desist orders uh, issued by her to local police and companies demanding that they stop all health measures related to COVID-19. Um so I don't even know how to respond to that. Right. Now, obviously, they're not real, but I guess I, do they? maybe they believe that they are, that they have the uh, citizen's arrest power, and so that makes whatever bullshit they write up a real thing that they can hand out. Maybe. Um, so uh, among other typical QAnon conspiracies that we have talked about on here and that other people may be aware of, she also claims to be an alien adjacent being willing to share advanced medical technology with her followers. She also espouses the pseudo legal sovereign citizen ideology, which convinces it convinces its adherents that the government has no control over them and became prominent during the COVID-19 conspiracy movement. Uh, so COVID is a lie and a conspiracy that the entire world leaders, I guess, decided that they were going to get in on together, ruin their economies, fuck everything up just to bail people out with government money that they didn't have to pay back. Um, and she's also alien adjacent. What, what exactly does alien adjacent mean? I was wondering that too when I read this the first time. I don't know if it means like she thinks she's an alien born on the U.S. Or, or born on the U.S., Jesus Christ, born on Earth or something. Maybe. Um, or one of her parents were alien and the other was human. I'm, I'm not quite sure what alien adjacent is, but because you're either you're either an earthling or considered from our perspective an alien. So I don't know what adjacent is to any of that, but uh, it is what it is. I guess that's what between her and her 60,000 followers. Maybe by alien adjacent, she means like an alien like being or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know what that would even mean. I mean, you got to be either an alien or an earthling. Right. Um, and earthling is kind of a, a, te- a terminology that you'd only expect from an alien. If uh, somebody greeted you as earthling, you'd be like, something's up with this motherfucker. Yeah, that would be a little sus. 
Yeah, it would be very sus, and uh, it's it's never good if others start to refer you as Earthling. I feel I feel like some of the weird people you send me that make cringe videos on TikTok uh, would make videos about calling others Earthling. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember that one kid, but I think you know exactly the one I'm talking about. The one that does the uh, anime and oh, uh, yep. the welder kid and all of that. Oh, I fucking hate that guy. And you keep sending me videos of him. He's not that bad. And if it's not him, it's that fucking uh, Joe guy that does all the weird... I don't even know what the fuck... I call them potato people because I don't know what the fuck they are. <laughs> <laughs> they do look like potatoes. Ah, uh, Jesus. But yeah, those, those are absolutely kind of alien-adjacent people, but... Um, yeah, so she's got some advanced technology that she's willing to share with her 60,000 followers, so I guess uh, maybe they're just in it for uh, for the long haul, for the good good stuff, instead of, uh, uh, they're not worried about common sense as long as they can get uh, a, an advanced technology. Yeah, I mean, that advanced technology might be like tinfoil hats or something, but... Right, and it seems like they absolutely should have one. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently she's currently also on a never-ending tour of Canada with her and staff, and it, it quotes boat staff uh so i don't know what that means uh but they are in a group of rvs that are either rented bought or gifted by her fans she's probably too afraid to like stay in one spot probably because she can be arrested for the stupid shit she does i'm honestly surprised i don't remember um in this article if they mentioned if she was arrested or not. i don't think she was but um it, it's baffling but we'll, we'll figure it out we'll get to the end here and see what uh what happened um, so on the afternoon that they had planned to gather together, uh, roughly 30 of them got together and were chattering excitedly amongst each other. Uh, they marched down to the police station and they readied themselves to arrest some cops. But when they got there, they found out that the door was actually locked and they couldn't figure out what to do at that point. So they start knocking on the door and yelling demands for the police to come out and be arrested. And of course, as you would expect, that would work. I don't know why they thought that would work. Well, I guess the thing about Canadians is even when they're being aggressive and trying to throw uh, a coup, um, I guess they still have to be polite. It's per their Canadian laws. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when uh, obviously asking nicely didn't work, they called 911 to get a hold of them because they weren't answering um, through the door, and they asked the officers again to please come out and be arrested. I mean, calling 911, you're not talking to the police department directly. You're talking to it- a dispatch person. Right, and I don't know if 911 is different for, Can- uh, I must call them Canadia, uh, for Canada um, as it is for the U.S., but like you said, with the U.S., you call, you're going to get a dispatcher that's from a local center that could um, dispatch your call to somewhere appropriate, so I don't know if they asked to be routed to the local police station they were sitting outside of or whatever. Uh, I don't know. But- I-, I don't know if they think. Yeah, that we, we could obviously cut it there. Um, but interestingly enough, probably the most disturbing part about the whole experience is that when they realized police weren't coming to their request, uh, they all decided they were going to have a little sit-in outside of the police station, and uh, uh, whatever we're calling her, Miss Dildo, passed out <laughs> snacks, which sounds fine in itself, but the snacks apparently were veggies and full packs of sardines. That's just so gross. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's some kind of Canadian snack, like a uh, maybe that's something they're brought up on. But I I, I barely like um, tuna uh, as like canned tuna. I'll eat it with some mayo and sugar on a sandwich or as a sandwich. But I can't bring myself to eat sardines. I've never tried, but I know that it wouldn't go well. They're not that bad, but not something I would just actively want. Most foods in a can kind of weird me out, too. Like, Spam is, is really kind of unnerving. Spam slaps. Oh, I didn't know that we were such a fanboy for Spam. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate it, but then my dad, one one day when I spent the night after drinking too much, um, made Spam, and he, like, fries it on a pan. And it is really good. And then there's also, like, uh, potted meat, which I, I have tried that, that I cannot uh, wrap my mind around. I have never cared to try that. That looks disgusting to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like eating cat food. So I guess if, disgusting. if you, yeah, you want to imagine that, that's that's what you get. Um, but anyway, as far as Miss Dodo and her followers, um, she uh, so the the militant follower, her her lead person, Mister Curtin, said on a live stream. Unfortunately, because the police knew we were coming today, they've locked all the doors. 
at some point in time, they're going to have to leave. So when that time comes, we're going to make a citizen's arrest on the individual. Um, <sighs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they waited a few hours, but eventually it became obvious the police were not going to come out. So they started wandering around the outside of the property. I think at, they were, at that point they were kind of playing where's Waldo and trying to find cops <laughs> to arrest. Um, but they tried to find uh, move through one restricted area of the police station where the vi- the vehicles were stored, so I guess like a parking garage. And then they had the encounter they were looking for, but it didn't go as they liked it would. Um, I, I said that weird, as they would have liked it to. That's, that's how it is. <laughs> uh, I, I talk like a normal earthling, I promise. Um, they... Uh, so they were confronted by police who were arriving for their shift, which is an interesting way to start off your shift, as I'm sure with being a cop, you never know what your day is going to unfold into. But I imagine being greeted by a bunch of conspiracy nuts there to arrest you is probably not how you uh, – you, you probably couldn't have put a bet on that one in one. No, and I'm sure nobody wants to wake up and go to work like that. Right. Um, now, uh, one of the videos from the live stream, and I hope we can find this video. They've got a couple of uh, Twitter um, links here that people have uh, tweeted about. Maybe we can uh, find the video in that because it would be it would be hilarious. Uh, but according to the video, it shows uh, Mr. Curtin confronting an off-duty officer in a vehicle and telling him, "We're placing you under arrest," before immediately being arrested by the police <laughs> officers himself. <laughs> I don't know why they think this is a good idea. Right. Uh, So things started to go into chaos at this point. One member of her staff sat on the ground screaming after being grabbed by a police officer. And then another one of her followers then tackled the officers in a failed attempt to protect his friend. He was also arrested, much to the confusion of the group. (laughs) They were confused that they got arrested? Yeah, apparently when you assault the police uh, while doing a citizen's arrest on them, apparently it mixes some uh, wires and you're not really sure what's happening anymore when you get arrested for it. Jesus Christ. Uh, But they wanted to let the police know that they were the ones there in charge. Uh, So one man yelled, stand down, you're under arrest. Um, And then um, his friend got arrested in front of him. Uh see or what else is relevant I, I think at this point you could probably play some benny hill music to the video It'd probably be <laughs> quite fun uh we may have to do uh one of our tiktoks on on uh over that video um so it goes on to explain uh i i must have missed something important here uh experts have warned that she is leading her followers toward confrontations with the public and state and some have even taken to calling her community a cult sounds like it is it definitely sounds like it is uh the group wears matching white uniforms and drives her around from city to city where she hosts meet and greets with her followers in parking lots Uh, you couldn't even get like a convention center oh yeah this is definitely a cult Okay, here's probably the best part, and this is maybe where I might get uh, signed on to a cult. She has also advised her followers to stop paying their utility bills because she decreed that they were now free, and many of her followers are now getting their power and water shut off. That Did she think that the companies wouldn't turn everybody's power and stuff off? Well, she's the actual queen of Canada, so she declared that utilities are free now, so they're free, and companies have to abide by that. Obviously. Um, best part about this probably is that uh, it says, as they beg their queen for help, she ignores them. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not even helping them. She's taking money and then telling them to just basically disregard all aspects of being a responsible adult. And then uh, when they cry out for help, she just moves on with her life. And people follow this. Yeah, yeah. apparently 60,000 of them. So there's at least a good handful of people in Canada that maybe uh, we could add to Florida before we saw it off and send it out to the ocean. <laughs> That's just so sad. Yeah, so uh, when the arrest started on Saturday, her and her closest followers fled for the safety of her RV, which is, you know, the safest place you could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's it, an armed RV. Yeah, it must be. Um, and then she, uh, uh, this is great too, um, she tried to distance herself from the event and then threw her followers under the bus by hosting a live stream from the RV with hundreds of viewers saying that she had only come to watch the event. Wow. Oh, man. Um, 
A gentle reminder that Her Royal Majesty Queen Romana Dildulo, uh, Commander-in-Chief and Queen of the Kingdom of Canada, was in Peterborough, Ontario yesterday as an observer, not a participant, she wrote Sunday. That's that, quite a fucking title. That name gives me Daenerys vibes. That's, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> she's uh, been watching a little too much Game of Thrones by the sounds of it. <laughs> Uh, she's also called upon allied countries to aid in their efforts against the Peterborough police and repeatedly chastised Mr. Curtin for not listening to her. She also seemed upset that people were describing the arrest as a loss and plans to address the world later this week. I didn't hear anything more about this, but I wish maybe that didn't go anywhere, but I'm wondering if they're planning like another event. I have no idea. Yeah. So, um, Okay, it says, so despite the day clearly not going their way, Dodulo implied that they may try this again, but they just need more people. So I guess it wasn't a failure on her part, it was a failure on the people, because only, of the 60,000, only about 30 showed up. I mean, does she think, like, with too many people that they're not going to arrest them then? That they can't arrest that many people at once? I think that's the idea that it's all a numbers game, and if you're going to throw a coup, it has to be with numbers. So obviously they didn't show up prepared to deal with the police. And uh, it says uh, she's quoted by a post she wrote on Telegram saying, I said months ago that people who were wanting to do citizens' arrest should do it in large numbers, the we the people in thousands. So I, I think it seems that even though people are delusional and following her, that she has 60,000 of these nut jobs that buy into what she's saying, at least majority of them, you know, other than the 30 that showed up, that hopefully they had the right sense of mind not to go, or at the very least, were, I guess, were too busy to get off work or whatever for that day. Mm-hmm. So, but that's uh, that's our uh, newsworthy Neanderthal story. I don't know if the QAnon Queen has done anything further since then, but we're definitely going to try to find a video of that dude getting tackled because it sounds great. It does sound great. And well-deserved. Yes, indeed. Uh, anything you want to add further before we uh, get out of here on this one? Nope. All right. So, with uh, idiots uh, behind us, well, not behind us because we have idiots in front of us and people uh, decided to be idiots by putting things in front of them and inside of them, uh, we're going to revisit a, um, a segment that we introduced, was it last week or the week before? Mm. I think it was the week before. I, I, yeah, I think we skipped a week. Yeah, so uh, we're doing our segment that we dubbed If It Fits, I Sit. However, this time we're going to do Penis Edition. Yeah, I thought it might be a little bit more um, pins and needles. And uh, (laughs) So this website that I found uh, is a compiled list that this, um, it's vice.com, puts together every year. Uh, this one is actually from 2019, so I'm a few years behind, but it was the first list that I found. And it doesn't offer anything as far as um, explanations of what the... Uh, um, I don't know why I failed to, to remember the title of the people who are getting service. I had that problem last week, and I want to say clients this time. Uh, patients, that's what it is, patients. God, I don't, uh, I don't know what it is with me. My brain is fucking fried. But I feel like anyway. we're both a mess today. We really are. It's, uh, it's, it's been a bad time all around for the last couple of days. Um, but anyway, this doesn't have a description about what the patients experienced or why they experienced the, or why they felt the need to do these things, but we're going to discuss some of them. So when we come to one that really uh, sticks in your crawl, we'll, we'll talk about it. So uh, in this list of body parts, we're focusing specifically on penis. The first one, interestingly, is crayons. Those are too big. <laughs> well, I would argue that any of these are probably too big. True. Uh, uh, but crayons specifically is like, those are your kids' crayons, probably. Not anymore. Well, Unless no, they're I would hope parents not. and let them still use the crayon afterwards. If you fucking stick a crayon up your dick hole and then try to give it back to your kids to use, you deserve CPS called on you. <laughs> Seriously. Now, I don't know. Maybe they were trying to color with their dick. It doesn't say that it was for sexual gratification, though I assume if it got into the urethra, it must have been for satisfaction. But maybe it was a, a drunk attempt to color with their dick. I don't, 
It just sounds like a drunk attempt to do anything. That sounds awful. It, it really does. Um, I, oh God, I can't, I can't fathom. Um, let's let's see what else. There, there, there's also a mo- there's some oh, holes in the body that are meant for exits and exits only, and that is one of them. I mean, well, apparently some people missed that uh, memo because here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right up there with Kranz is also marker cap. Uh, I think it kind of goes with the same thing, I guess, unless it's like a Sharpie, um, which I would say kids aren't supposed to get a hold of, but my daughter doesn't seem to give a fuck about that rule. So, <laughs> um, Number three, Chopstick. This one is right up your alley. I feel like so far of all of these, that would probably fit the easiest. Yeah, it would probably be the the skinniest for sure. But it, I, then the material is the question that I'm concerned about because is it a wooden chopstick? In which case, is it going to splinter in your dick? I, that's going to be a whole other host of issues. I would think that the person using a chopstick would use a like a soft wood one. I cannot think of what they're made out of right now. Like the plasticky ones, reusable ones. Uh, yeah, we we bought some for ourselves that were relatively cheap, and um, we like them better than the wooden ones anyway. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. Neither of them sound like a good good time up the dick hole. It does not. Uh, here's here's another one that sounds like a bad time. Ballpoint pen. That one. I I feel like when if something has like a blunt end to it, it's gonna hurt going in. So I don't know why they wouldn't want to use like a tapered thing. Right. Uh, and do you think, I'm assuming this was also for sexual gratification, do you think clicking it does anything for you? I bet the vibration of it probably does. Like the f- I just, I, f- I don't understand the concept of sounding. Like, I don't at all. The idea of sticking anything in there sounds terrible. It's supposed to feel good, I guess, but it's not something I think I am willing to try. No, it just it feels like it would burn and only burn, and then you would want to cut your own head off to stop it. And I feel you like, cut your. I feel like it's opening yourself up to like get shit in there that's not supposed to be in there, like object aside, like germs and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm I'm almost certain that like it has to be a high percentage. Like we 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 got together last time we played Gaspionage uh, on Jackbox games. If anyone's not familiar with that one, it is a game in which you guess the percentage of of uh, people that statistically have done or said something. Uh, it'll give you like the prompt, and then you decide what percentage of people did or didn't do that or whatever. Um, I, I, it was a fun game. I I didn't expect to like it. But playing that game here, I feel like it has to be a high percent of people, I would say probably 80, who do sounding and find that it causes medical problems because of, like, the bacteria. I'm sure. I mean, unless they're, like, super safe with it and sterilize everything before they use it. But none of these objects, I feel like, were sterilized before insertion. Well, no. If you're sticking things in your dick, I don't think you've considered the steps of sterilization (laughs) because you've clearly skipped a few steps in logic Mm -hmm. leading up to this point. Uh, here's the most painful one probably so far is a piece of toy pliers. I imagine it's the handle of the pliers and I'm kind of like, like, you know, the 3d printer, the, um, I, I think yours are the same, the blue, like wire cutter looking ones. Yeah. I'm imagining it's a handle like that, that they shoved in. That's still thick though. Yeah. It's so thick. It's, I, I got tested, um, in my 20s for a good reason from what I've told you uh, for I don't remember an STD of some sort and they stuck a swab in there oh god did that swab hurt and that's meant to go in there Jeez. anything thicker than that it fucking would hurt like shit like I just I know I keep saying it but as we keep going it gets worse and worse I wonder if these people are like experienced in sounding and their hole just got big so they can take these things Maybe, like, uh, gauging your ears. Yeah. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. And, and of course, they're toy pliers, which implies that they are piece-of-shit parents again. Uh, the next one is lollipop stick, and that seems at least a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, that's probably the most or least painful here, I would think. It's probably the smallest. Although I would imagine the texture of it would like be dry and coarse. Oh, yeah, it would be like the chopstick if you're using the wooden one. Uh-huh. I'd worry about splintering. Uh, 
And it's going to be sticky, too, so oh. maybe it's like going to get caught and resist as you're shoving it in. Gross. Assuming they didn't wash it off. Because as we established, they're probably not thinking about properly preparing these things because uh-huh. they're, you can't properly prepare anything that's supposed to go in your dick because it's not. No. Uh, oh, okay. I thought piece of toy pliers was going to be the most painful. Uh, this one's coax cable. I'm going to assume... And I hope that I'm right that they folded it in half and just did just the cord and didn't actually try to put the coax part in. That that sharp little prong that yeah you can stab yourself with. Uh huh. If you uh, put that if, if you put that in on that end, it's gonna get stuck and it's gonna rip a hole into your dick. Oh God! What, what if that is the part? What if they didn't stick like bend it up and stick it in? What if oh. they stuck that prong in that that bit that you're supposed to stick into your modem to get internet access? And they're just like, I bet that would feel good in my dick hole. No, it wouldn't. Uh, somebody, I don't know. I would like to know stories. Unfortunately, we don't get them. Except I see at the last one, we do get <laughs> we do get an explanation. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll get there though. We got a couple more here. Uh, wedding ring. I feel like that is grounds for divorce. I don't even know how. How do you get yeah. a ring-shaped object into that hole? Now, myself, I have a rather large um, ring finger. I think I have a size thirteen or fourteen, uh, which is pretty big. It's kind of hard to find rings, which is annoying. I have to special order them, like my shoes, which are also 14s and aren't often in stock at uh, shoe stores. You have bigger feet than me. Uh, well, I uh, I get not so much lectured as I do get kind of made fun of. It would be weird if my wife lectured me about the size of my feet. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things that I've done, she's just like, well, if your feet weren't so big, we wouldn't be in debt. I don't know. Um but like the, I'll I'll take my shoes off and I'm really bad about putting them in the closet when I'm done wearing them, and uh, the kids will run through the house and fucking trip over them, <laughs> and they just get uh, they get called boats because they're so big compared to everyone else's feet. Yep, my fan, I wear vans like the slip-on vans, and everybody in my family calls them ore boats. Yeah, it's uh, that's when you have to make everyone uncomfortable for pointing out your shoe size and be like, well, you know what that means, <laughs> and start swinging your hips around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to creep out uh, the family. Yeah, wedding ring, though. Fuck. No, that's not going to fit, no matter what size you're mm-hmm. trying to put it in. Uh, magnets. Um, I feel like I feel like with this one, they stuck one magnet in, because at that point you're like, I got to get this back out, but it's already in there. So ideally, I have to use another <sighs> magnet to get it out. And then you shove that magnet in, and at what point does it become clear that you fucked up and have gone too far? Well, my thought was, oh, okay, first of all, there's two thoughts I have, and both of them suck. I think I have uh, the same of one of them. Go ahead. If you shoved, like, the the one magnet in, and then you shoved the other one in, and they click together really fast, that's that's probably grounds for you to kill yourself right there with how much that's going to (laughs) hurt. Right. And then they could also use the magnet on the outside, like the second one, like to, on the bottom of the, the base of the penis, and just like pull it up. But I feel like at that point, you're like dragging two pieces of metal together onto your urethra, and I'm sure that's going to feel really good. Okay, so maybe we didn't. Uh, so my idea was um, if you didn't understand that magnets have two um, different resulting ends. No. One. One being that you you obviously would have the un- the unpleasant experience that you've mentioned where you would clack together real fast, uh, but the other being that if you push the wrong end in and you reverse it instead and push it in further, <laughs> right near bladder. Yeah, like you weren't expecting to go that far, but you're like, why can't this fucking connect to it? So you just kind of keep pushing it in, and then you gotta get another magnet out so you can go get that first one. It feels like it's a, a never. This sounds like a Saw movie. I, and all the things that they've ever done to anybody, shoving magnets in their dick should have been one of them. Is the worst way to go out. That does sound like a Saw movie, and I hate it. Speaking of Saw movies, the next object, the second to last, is screwdriver. <sighs> that it's too sharp. <laughs> it's too sharp. Um, not if you use a handle, which is significantly bigger than the the metal part. I would assume they're using the metal part, but based on the rest of this list, I don't fucking know. Yeah, there's no, there's no knowing. It, it's maybe the screwdriver was uh, one of the you know, the same person as one of the other things, and they were trying to end themselves <laughs> by fucking jamming in there. Oh god, screwdriver sounds so 
fucking terrible. These all do. All right, let's uh, let's get the fuck out of this uh, dick hole that we fucking found ourselves in because I'm I'm ready to finish this thing up. Please get me out of here. <laughs> all right, let's see if you survive the uh, the bait trap. If you got a plan, now's a really good time to do it, you bastard. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. The sword shouldn't have broken that easily. You got these at the smith I told you about, right? Uh, not exactly. What do you mean, not exactly? His prices were super high, and he was crazy to suggest I'd even pay that amount. We were investing in silvered weapons for a reason. Who did you go to? Whoa. Uh, I think he was has a smith on the south side of the village. He has the one lazy eye that doesn't move with the other. Fucking crazy, Larry. You can't be serious. <sighs> no worries. I drank the elixir, so I'm as good as invincible. Great. Toss me the other elixir so I can also boost my defense. Uh, negative. I drank both of them. How are you going to drink both? What am I supposed to do? Well, I didn't know that you'd go to Crazy Larry for weapons, so I thought I could take all the credit for the kill if I was super boosted. So we're just going to die out here? No, 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 Russell. Just stand behind me. I still got this. We still have the explosive arrows. Take this, you foul beast. What the hell was that? It didn't explode or anything. Is is that... Is that shit? Well, that would make more sense now. Larry was going on about not understanding what kind of explosive arrows I need. Said we were lucky he just filled the chamber pot. I thought he meant so he can get to work on them right away. Oh, great. So the swords are useless. All we've done with the arrows is make the creature smell more at home, and the elixirs are going to wear off before long. We're fucked. Oh, no. Not me. I'm not going out because you used me as bait. Oh, go ahead and run, buddy. I've got some extra protection. I'll delay this thing and give you a little bit of a chance to... Well, there it goes. Fed to a shit-covered monster no one's ever heard of. The habitudinous consumes those who leave themselves unprepared. I gotta write a warning to anyone who might come across this bog to leave immediately. Anyone that finds this, heed my last words. Don't come... No, cross that out. There's a bigger warning that needs issued. Don't let Crazy Larry use chamber pot poo. There, that should help. Oh, God. If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can reach us at a multitude of places. Join us in our Discord server, where fellow dummies chat with each other, share memes that are a little spicy for social media platforms. You can find the link to that in our other social media platforms. You can join us on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction, where you can join other dummies in participating in weekly discussions about the episodes, as well as polls from our icebreakers and even more shitposting. We make announcements over at Twitter at O4EPod, where you can stay up to date on any news from us regarding episode drops, special announcements, and potentially contests in the future. And if you want to see content related to each episode... We usually post about three to four images or links, videos, and more about the content that we cover, and you can find that over at Instagram or on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction. We also have a TikTok also at Overdue for Extinction, where you can find more things to laugh at after you've obviously listened to our week's episode. If you also want to send us personal dumb stories to be read on the show or other great content related to segments we do, you can send that material over to us at overdueforextinction at gmail.com, as well as in our Discord server where we have channels dedicated to each segment. Be sure to also give us your birth date so we can do a personal birthday shout out and a Florida Man story just for you. Be sure also to rate and review the show to help other dummies find their way home to us, and be sure to spread the good word to others as well as inviting your your friends, your family, and your mortal enemies to join our social media platforms, because who would want to hoard all the good times for themselves? And most importantly, stay smart and stay safe, dummies.